Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Monday Morning Recap. My name is Pastor Matt, and I'm here with Pastor Jamal. Yo. Pastor Todd. Hello. And missionary Tara Matthews. Shalom. Hey, and so actually, this is how we want to start. Just letting you know, this is something we want to try. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast, you can actually send us an audio message. So uh, people have told me multiple times like, hey, man, that was so good that you guys were talking about or that made me think of this or I really wanted to ask this. I, I kind of wish you guys went there when you brought this up. And so actually you can um, submit a quick message like you can, uh, you know, probably if you want, say your name or something or we don't even have to play it. Like we may just say, hey, a question came in, but that'd be kind of cool for us to interact in that way. Like, you know, we're really thankful for you who do listen, but um, we want to be also, you know, doing stuff that people, I guess, want to listen to in that sense, you know. So in order to do that, there's I'd say there's two different ways. One would be you can literally just type this in. It's anchor.fm. So anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, anchor.fm slash freehold ag slash message so if you were to type that in you can do it i'll put it in the notes show notes for the podcast the other thing you can do is just go right to our website freeholdag.com hit the sermons tab and right on top there's a button that says subscribe to the podcast so you're gonna hit that button and then you should see a button that says message after you hit that so um, those are the two different ways you can do it but that'd be pretty cool for us we'd want to interact so um be cool pastor jamal can you give us an example what would somebody submit i don't know um, can you give us an example actually, submission yes an example submission here we go um there is a weird verse in the bible about angels uh marrying humans uh creating an entire race of people called the nephilim would you like to talk about that I don't remember bringing that up last week, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. If somebody submits it, then yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. it. How's that? Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. That's somebody right. somebody right. submits a question referencing that, then we can talk about <laughs> it. Now someone about. is going to be like, yeah, yeah, that sounded weird. Can you talk about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, read up. Read up next week. <laughs> <laughs> read up about the devil. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, anyway, so I just want to let you know that that's available. That may be kind of cool if we do that. So. Also, yesterday was the Speed Light virtual dessert auction. Ooh, virtual. And I think it went pretty well. Yeah. It, yeah, it did, it, did, it did go pretty well. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I think I was just kind of like nervous because it's, you know, virtual. And so you're kind of wondering how well is it going to work. But it actually worked out really well. Uh, shout out to the produc- production team, Pastor For Matt, real. Joe Palisano, helping to put that together. Um uh, shout out to uh, Miss Kara Piccolo, who basically helped to organize the bakers and get us uh, the list of bakers uh, to give desserts. Uh, and then um, to everyone who bid online, you know, that was uh, that was great. That was big. Um, and then a special shout out to um, uh, to Sam Rodriguez oh, yeah, uh, and my son. They were, I guess, holding it down in the comments. I, I didn't see I wasn't able to see their comments live, but I was able to go back and look and. Uh, and you, Pastor Matt, you mentioned you know the emojis they were throwing in there. They were really yeah, they were good quite, at. Yeah, Sam, Sam like, was he was on it. Yeah, was they good. were really good with making sure that people they they, they were interacting with the people in there, which was kind of cool. So that was a. Uh, it was an awesome time. We brought in about I would say about nine hundred and fifty bucks. So For real, solid, awesome, so, okay. amazing. 
Yeah, speed the light. It, it was sure really is. fun, dude. 2020, yeah, cool. COVID still brought in 950. Yeah, that's like. not bad at all. And maybe I don't know. You know what? Somebody listening, you got 50 bucks in your pocket. Let's make it a smooth grand. You know? Hey, who make knows? Some people asked how much we made. I I don't know if that was you know they wanted to. Add yeah, to they. That, you know what? That's true. Knows? They might want to know. So there it is. We'll put it out. You know, you know on social media or something later. And I don't know. Let's see if we can't make it a smooth 1K mm-hmm. for yep. missions. All right, so with it being Thanksgiving this Thursday, and Pastor Jeff's message was beyond Thanksgiving, and we'll talk about it. His main text was from Psalm 100, a really great psalm. He says he likes to return here for Thanksgiving, and um, I had a couple of thoughts on that. But first, I said this earlier that I've been accused of not loving Thanksgiving because of my great love for Christmas and Christmas music. But that the, sound, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like immediately. Offensive. Are you about to make an excuse, Pastor Matt? I mean, that's what it sounds like. It's like, oh, I love all my kids equally, uh, but <laughs> I do love one of my children more than I love the other. No, no so I, I love Thanksgiving, and I love, well, all the reasons that anyone would, but I also love the story of Thanksgiving. And personally, I actually feel that when you read about it and stuff, and it, some of it has become mythicized, I guess you could say, or legendary a little bit. But some of the details do seem kind of like God intervened in, in some ways. It's kind of cool to me. But anyway, so here's what I wanted to do. Instead of us really debating that or whatever, <laughs> quiz you guys <laughs> on some Thanksgiving facts. What do you know? What do you remember? Not a whole lot. Not much at all. I remember pilgrims and turkey. start off on, some, on a and failure. Corn. corn. All right. Corn. Well, those are all elements <laughs> to the original Thanksgiving story. Do you so. get credit for the elements? <laughs> Let's start with this. Um, you mentioned the Pilgrims. Do you remember where the Pilgrims were originally from? The Mayflower. <laughs> they were from the Mayflower. How about this? What country they came from? <laughs> um, England. Yes, they came oh, from England. There you go. Yeah, the Pilgrims came from England. Uh, do you know why they sailed to the New World? Yes. Yes. Pastor Jamal. They were looking for spices. Wait, I'm talking about the wrong ones. I'm Wait, talking about I'm talking are, about the that, wrong ones. There was other ones, but yeah, but yeah, cool, that, I'm thinking cool, about the cool. wrong ones. Nina I, the Pinto I, and the Santa Maria. Yeah, maybe? my bad, my bad. I'm confusing. Yes, I'm confusing. So that's Christopher the, Columbus. Yes, yeah, yes, my bad, it, my, bad, it. my bad, my bad. And yeah, there's many expo- uh, there's many to consider. So correct, when we're correct. thinking about Thanksgiving, the Pilgrims are these the ones? Excuse me, are these the ones? That sounds really bad. Are the Pilgrims the ones who left because they were in search of religious freedom? Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. so they're members of the Church of England originally, and by, and this is interesting, at least to me. <clears throat> you know, the Church of England, if you know about that, was created by the King of England, I don't remember when, um, because he wanted to divorce his wife and the Pope wouldn't let him do it. So he made his own church so he could divorce his wife. <laughs> So I'm anyway, make my own religion. Yo, so you know what's I can so crazy? All I want. That's you know what's crazy about that? That sounds <laughs> that sounds like such an American thing to do. Hey, uh, well, that's <laughs> our roots, man. It, we took Those it from them. It sounds like an American yep. thing to do. What? I can't do what? <laughs> that's all right. We make my own church. We got a new one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here's the deal. So by so at this time in the, the mid 1500s, Church of England was a little more uh, political than really it being a way to reach God. Um, there was actually a fine of one shilling, which would be roughly $27 today for every Sunday that you miss church hmm. uh, in England. So very different time. I don't, you guys think we should reinstitute that? 
Hey, why not? Chilling? Let's Catholic get that Church in here. I think does similar things. Though. Mm. Like, <laughs> if you don't give every week, you know, you can't get married in the Catholic Church and mm. stuff like that. So It is true. Yeah, I don't think it's changed that true. much. Mm. <laughs> like certain places. So, anyway, so, yeah, they, they moved to Holland, and then they eventually moved to uh, the New World, right, for religious freedom in, any guesses on the year that they moved? 1642. Pastor Todd was a little closer, a little earlier. Uh, oh. 1620. 1620. Oh, jeez. Oh, because I'm thinking, like, when did when did Columbus see how the ocean blew? Oh, 1642. <laughs> oh, I thought it was 1492 Columbus. So, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't 1492. Know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just so know it rhymed. Because so they were, like, they were a little yeah. ahead of the game. Yeah, you know? Columbus was 1400s. Uh-huh. America, 1776. So that, I would imagine. So, yeah, that's why I would have guessed probably 1600, but I yeah. wouldn't know. So 1620. 1620 is a year. Um, do you remember... <laughs> I don't know. I say. I, I guess. Like, I, I've always had a personal interest in this. So, um, when they landed, you know, it, they established the colony called. Do you remember? It, and this oh, is, is this in Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is the one. So they landed or in, this Massachusetts. Is in Massachusetts. Oh, Plymouth, Plymouth, Plymouth Rock. Rock. Plymouth. I've been That's there. Right. It's so fun. The one in Virginia was. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Richmond. Yeah, Richmond. Um, no, Charles. Um, yeah, Charleston. Charles- sorry, uh-huh, Charleston. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, no, Jamestown, Jamestown Virginia. Sorry. Charleston, yeah. South Carolina. And then there's Carolina. a little one that, that, that got disbanded because everyone died. Roanoke. Roanoke. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, told, I really like this era of history. So. It, was, it was wild. Uh, Roanoke Colony. Yeah, Jamestown. But uh, So this is Plymouth in Massachusetts. Um, the yeah, first I, governor was John Carver. Sorry, what were we going to say? No, I was going to say, yeah. Ply- the I n- only reason I know that is because of Malcolm X's speech. The Plymouth Rock mm-hmm. landed on us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. <coughs> we didn't, land on, so we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock yeah, yeah, landed on yeah, us. Yeah, that's about like black people. and But that's a yeah. whole other conversation. But that's how I remember that that's the place. Is it bad that that's what... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, no, no. I'm going to say that's... When he asked the question, I'm like, oh, Plymouth Rock landed on us. So it's yeah. Plymouth Rock. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, whatever well, triggers what you know yeah. about American history. <laughs> if it's that like, yeah, or if it's something else. <laughs> For me, like I think of a lot of cartoon images that I saw as a kid of like this. So that's I think like personally. Oh, Schoolhouse Rock. Way. Not Schoolhouse Rock. Something else. Stop. Schoolhouse Rock was, was the called. best. Still is. Quality. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> All right. So William Bradford was uh, famous. He was the second governor, and he wrote most of what happened during the Plymouth Colony and the information that we know. Do you remember? And this is going to be interesting. Do you remember the name of the Native American that came to their colony? Uh, first and he spoke English to them uh, that's kind of what started the Native Americans and the colonists relationship do you remember the name of that Native American can you give us the first letter S yeah I do know it tell us sitting bull no mm, no what is it I'm close wait, though wait, wait, um, <laughs> no <laughs> oh I'm so frustrated is I had to take SQ? The no Squ- it maybe it could be S- it's not squonk <gasps> that's a road like S-A-S no See, I feel like if I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to say the name because I feel like embarrassed. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't want to say Squanto, but yeah. So, so Squanto <gasps> is partially correct. Oh, okay. Because oh. here and here's why: because Squanto is the Native American that spoke English, okay. but he was not the first one. Okay. It's some is an is an, uh, an Indian. Because, uh, that's what they call them then. An Indian named Samoset. Okay. Who oh. originally came and spoke English, and then after like that happened, he went and got Squanto, okay. and Squanto's the one. So See. it's not being insensitive or anything. This is the story. It's Squanto. Mm-hmm. He has a no, he has a longer name, but um, they nicknamed him Squanto. See, memory, memory. That's why I don't do well with history because mm. I don't 
like dates and names and all mm-hmm. that. I can't yeah. remember yeah. that stuff. Same thing, dude. I think I I had like this children's book of like. I think of like Squanto and stuff like that. So I've always loved like the just story. Just read it over and over again. I don't know. I just it just stuck with me. So and I was reading obviously, but so yeah, he w- uh he was kidnapped actually. Like yeah, they were kidnapped and sold as slaves, uh, Native Americans earlier. He was sold in Spain, but some friars like saw that some monks and they were like, you know, this isn't okay. So they purchased the slaves. Or I think that's what they did, and they educated them and evangelized them. So he's like you know history says that he's christian i mean at that at that time you were fined for not going to church also but he was christian i guess um but he came back and he was part of another tribe so anyway he taught them uh as we're wrapping up he taught them some stuff how to um you know like fish and do things like the seeds that they brought didn't work Mm -hmm. do you yeah they had corn Mm -hmm. um and the legend says that like you planted fish with the corn and that made a good i don't know if that's really real but Again, it's kind of legendary now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know when Thanksgiving was declared a holiday? How about that? Mm, mm, early 1900s. Early 1900s. Wait, actually, I have it in front of me. Uh, yeah. yeah, that would be also partially cor- correct. Yeah, there's like kind of like two parts to it. So, yeah. Two parts. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, sorry. All right, whatever. Uh, I'll just tell you. No, so, thanks. Thanksgiving was declared. Oh, or how about this? Um, I guess that the president, maybe who originally declared it as a federal holiday. I feel like I should know this. Um, so I don't know. Okay, sorry. Definitely wasn't Hoover. Whatever. I wouldn't have guessed it. I I I looked it up. I wouldn't have known. Hey, no. Originally, um, so Thanksgiving and doing Thanksgiving events have been all throughout American history. The Pilgrims even did it before. What's the first Thanksgiving? But it's remarkable because like the native americans and they did it together there were 90 native americans 53 pilgrims anyway so abraham lincoln was the first one to declare oh, a federal yes. holiday in 1863 in an attempt to unite the north and south never really worked and then and then they went to war president roosevelt franklin d roosevelt you know, he's the one who said that. in 1939 mm-hmm. says hey it's now the fourth thursday of november mm-hmm. so that's what roosevelt. i meant by it was two parts like cool Abraham Lincoln kind of first said it was a national holiday, but yeah. Roosevelt made it like the way we know it today. Mm. Mm. So good to know. Wow, I I had to take teaching um, licensure tests, and one of them was history teaching licensure for elementary school, and I had to know all this stuff literally two years ago. Where did it go? Wow, mm. I'm I'm feel ashamed. It happens, man. You don't use it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I gotta well, yeah. The knowledge. Sorry, so I I personally like the story of Thanksgiving and like those little details and yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. sorry cool. if you don't know or whatever. Hey, look now you have some facts for Thanksgiving. There you go. Whatever. That's just something I'm personally interested in. We could do something else next time but anyway so let's talk about the message though now that we know about you know american thanksgiving let's look at thanksgiving in <laughs> or, the bible or now that you know how much you didn't know about yeah. <laughs> now that you know what you didn't know um again pastor jeff talked in psalm 100 um and actually i don't know if you guys want to try this as an exercise you can think of i don't know whatever you want to say one or two things or whatever he talked about he had those um the sheets that said you know what are you thankful for? Which around this time, you know, that's important. And if if you're listening and maybe you don't normally do that, that's important to do. But Pastor Jeff felt like taking it a step deeper is to say, why are you thankful for it? And it was actually interesting because some people actually maybe get your thoughts on this too. He said some people found that very easy. What am I thankful for and why? That's natural. He felt that, and I, I feel like I understand that it, that does take a level deeper. It is a little bit 
more difficult to think well why mm-hmm. so i don't know what do you guys think what are something you're thankful for and why or do you find the why to be difficult or not so much i don't know um <clears throat> yeah um something that i'm thankful for uh, i'm I'm thankful for my wife you know uh i think it's maybe a little easier for me uh just because i think i'm the type of person who kind of is in their head a lot so um i feel like i've already kind of like tumbled around in this thought enough to be able to articulate it. but um i'm thankful for my wife because i feel as though like um for me personally um she has been just a a covering of grace in so many different ways and it makes me reflect on the grace of god in my life so like when i see her to me she is a representation of god's grace in my life and so i am grateful for that and i feel like it also like just draws me closer to the father in that regards too so i'm like man like god's grace is good like and and it it shows itself in these ways in in the way that my wife covers me but then also like i see the correlation in the ways that god covers me too so um yeah so i mean that's just one thing I didn't know if I was supposed to come up with multiple things. No, that's fine. Okay. I just wanted to just pick everybody's brain. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Give me a question or something you're thankful for. Yeah, whatever. So, so, so you took the the normal go to answer. <laughs> you know, wife. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> no, 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 I just you know because when I talk with kids, they're always like my mom, my dad, mm. you know, my wife. Mm. <laughs> Not the, the kids, kids. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, like family is usually what comes. But I'm I'm thankful really with. Um, I think with the the way things are going, economy and all that, I'm thankful I have a job. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that because then I'm able to provide for my family, take care of my responsibilities, to not be stressed all the time about finances. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I'm just thankful that, you know, like the church hasn't been hit the way some places have been hit when it comes financially. So um, I'm just thankful that because of all that, I can do what I've been called to do, which is to help take care of my family. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm just going to go with a typical answer. I'm definitely thankful for my family, and it's crazy because last year I wasn't here for Thanksgiving, so mm-hmm. I'm really extra grateful this year to be able to be with them. Mm-hmm. And my brothers, I'm so excited. They're they're both coming back from college. <laughs> so it's been it's been a little while since I saw them. So wow. um, I love Full them five, full Matthew strength. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And there you I, go. I'm like overshadowed, which I really want. Mm. <laughs> um, and then I think also for my friends as well, and especially like my missions, my missionary friends, there's like a really great um, just base and support group through them. So awesome. I'm grateful for their support and their prayers and their fellowship. Yeah. And of course, I would agree with all those things. Those would be top ones for me as well. Um, my wife and my family. And actually what you were saying too, Pastor Todd, just having a job and, you know, even for me, just not being part-time in a place, being full-time, it's really been great. And yeah, answering the why, right. In some sense, it's easy. It's like, well, duh, who wants to, I don't know, like I, I, you should just know. But at the same time, going deeper, yeah, I'm thankful. I, there is a level of security and that I have a job and I'm able to provide and these things and right we talk about our security needs to be in god ultimately but god can provide a level of security through a job and so i'm thankful for that um you know my hope is in him not in a job but i'm thankful for that and actually even yesterday i was talking to you pastor todd about um my car i'm thankful for my car Mm -hmm. because i was driving a minivan before which i got for free 
Um, but th- one, it's not a minivan. I guess like it's a little nicer to drive around. But I've had no problems with it, which mm-hmm. is why I got it. I was saying, Rebecca, we just had to do her brakes, and it's. She was like, we haven't put a lot of money into her car, so it's like, oh no, we're starting to put some money in. I'm like, oh man, but ever since I got mine, like nothing, zero problems. Which I'm like, is exactly why I got it. So you know thankful for that like mm-hmm. just because i was telling you about that yesterday you know mm-hmm. and, and just so you know i drove a minivan too and it's not a minivan it's a swagger wagon mm. okay but <laughs> <laughs> again it's so. actually way more useful than you think like now uh, that it, i don't have one all the time where was i the other day oh uh shout out to greg Charty. i don't know if he if he how much if he listens to this or not but uh yeah i was borrowing a leaf blower from him and i was like yeah dude we could totally fit that in my car and he's like I don't think we could fit that in your car. But yeah, yeah, we can. And like, we definitely couldn't. I'm like, uh, I'm just so used to the minivan. Like, like, just I'm put it in there. The, like, I'm missing the space. He yeah, had a yeah, minivan. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'll, I'll put it in my car. I was like, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's a good exercise to do. You know, what are you thankful for? But also to answer the question why and whether that's easy or not, you know, and I wasn't putting down your answer, Pastor Jamal. It's just that's what I was going to say. So then I had to well, right. stall for time. Repeating all I had the to stall so, for time. I feel, so, I, I, feel so, <laughs> I feel so attacked and put down right now in this moment that um, I don't know what to say. No, yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Yeah, no, I got it. It's all good. And I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, we all gave our answer. But then also, like, even if it were, even if we all had the same answer, the depth it's hits different. everybody different yeah. because, yes. you know, like, it's it, it is what it is. So that's why I was saying, like, I don't know. For me, like I said, the covering of my wife, the grace that she gives me in mm-hmm. a lot of different things, it does make me think like, man, dude, like this mm-hmm. is what my wife does for me. How much more does God do, you know, for me in terms of like, Shoot. you know, the way that he covers me. So that's, you know, and I think that, um, you know, life does that. You know what I mean? Like it just you experience things in life and uh, sometimes they point back to the father, which I believe it, it whether that's what they're supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to point to the goodness of God and, you know make you say oh if if this is like this how much more does god dot 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 so, mm-hmm. yeah so I'm, I'm all good i'm gucci over here absolutely and actually yeah just going off that that is something to be thankful for because for some people relationships in their life whether it be parents or spouses or somebody maybe that's actually more difficult for them to for it to point them to god in that sense they're not it's, it's wonderful to have a wife or to have a mother and a father who model godliness for us and extend godliness towards us so for some of us who maybe have family members that do that so well that is Mm -hmm. something very much to be thankful for because some of us do not have that and it's difficult to you know um think of god in that way because of our relationship so it is something to be thankful for absolutely and i really like what pastor jeff was saying about writing it down writing down what we're thankful for and why and just even as a daily practice not even with thanksgiving because i mean also with thanksgiving right that's what we're talking about but it's just so important to be reminded of what we have and all throughout the year i read this book i think it was called one thousand gifts by ann Voskamp. i think that's her name anyway and she like went on this kind of journey or whatever to to write down a thousand things that she's thankful for over the course of like a year which is a lot that's a lot of things right and it's like simple things but also you know substantial things and so you know like what pastor jeff was saying all these examples about um having laundry to do because then you have family that means you have family around and all this kinds of stuff which we might not really be thankful for on an everyday basis but it's cool just to be reminded of the little things or like the sun is out right now like it was really cloudy and now the sun is out like i'm thankful for that yeah i think what would be really dope too is to is to tell those people yeah i agree i'm all about that the other day so 
this is just a thing that I do. I try mm-hmm. my best to, as Thanksgiving comes around, I try to take a minute to pause and uh, make those things known to the people that I feel that way about. And so I called my sister the other day um, and I just was like, hey, I just want to mm-hmm. let you know. And I shared some things and it was really, really dope. And she was just like, wow. Like, And mm-hmm. I just thought to myself too, like um, just being very honest, like I think ever since my mom passed, the idea that I don't, the things you want to say, you you really can't say now because that person is gone. Yeah. You don't want to take those things for granted. And I think also because of the type of year that 2020 has been, now is a great opportunity to be able to really tell those people face to face, hey, I'm thankful for you because of these reasons. Um, you know, I think everybody can stand to mm-hmm. receive some of that aff- type of affirmation uh in in this in this year in this climate so i agree and i think along those lines like you don't have to wait until just thanksgiving Mm, right like that's one of the things about like sometimes it's like oh you're only thankful like for a season you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but really to cultivate the idea of us being thankful for all that god does all year round instead of you know just well i i did at thanksgiving so i'm kind of done yeah yeah, I would say maybe like if it feels awkward, it's more awkward for you in your mind than it is for the person receiving it. Like if you think of anyone who ever thanks you for something, it's probably rarely awkward. It's more just like, wow, uh, thanks so much. So it's more in your mind. And Thanksgiving is just a great avenue. If you may think it's an awkward thing, mm. well, you got a great, this week's a great time because it's pretty natural. But mm-hmm. to your point, Pastor Todd, it's something we can be doing all the time. You know? mm. And I and you know what? Some people need to just they need to hear that. And I think some people need to grow in receiving affirmation as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people are they may feel um, awkward because they're like, oh, I don't you, uh, <laughs> the affirmations. OK, well, you know what? Take a breather. It's OK to have affirmation come your way. And sometimes you need to just hear that. Sometimes you need to know that you are appreciated um, and loved. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Especially if your love language is words of affirmation, which mine is. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, okay. <laughs> we appreciate you, Tara. Thanks, You're guys. great, Tara. <laughs> I say, yeah, You're doing that, a great that, job, Tara. <laughs> wow, thanks. I'm trying to make this all about me now. <laughs> that, is, that is true, though, to grow in receiving it, because uh, I feel like in church and in Christian circles, we're like, well, you need to be humble. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know, don't... Um, whatever, you know, you can't be prideful. Don't talk about yourself. Let others praise you. Let God praise you. So, like, it's like you're like, oh, I, I, you know... I can't say anything positive about myself. Like, well, if somebody's like, Hey man, great job. You can just, you can just hey, receive you. it. Be like, yeah, you worked, you worked hard. You did a great job in the comments, Sam. Like, awesome. Yeah. man. I'm just also the worst at that though. Sheldon, Sheldon <laughs> will tell you all the time. He's like, you never let people compliment you. I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. It's just weird. <laughs> Take so, the compliment. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm trying to learn. Cause you know, my wife has been trying to be like, again, grow me in that. Just like, Hey, you need to know these things. Um, so if, 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 if Sheldon's listening, he's probably like, that's the pot calling the kettle black, you know, like type of deal, whatever. But, but you do the so both. Sorry, Sheldon. You like, you say thanks, but you're also like glory to God. And so you just, you that just is try my, to, that try is to my take default, both. Man. Hey, so praise God, man. I, I got that's that. my that's default. I do gotta be like, you know what? Glory to the Lord. Hey, man. thanks. Praise God. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. So let's see. I had a couple, I, I, I had a couple thoughts and then Pastor Jamal, you brought some up too, which was good. So we'll take it where you guys want to take it, really. But Pastor Jeff, again, reading from Psalm 100, and talked about how he says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. And so kind of went with that distinction that the psalmist makes. Um, 
you know, and so he said for Thanksgiving, he said kind of two things. Thanksgiving precedes miracles and Thanksgiving requires us to change our focus. Yeah, both definitely true. Thanksgiving requires us to change our focus. Absolutely. I think that's clear. But he brought up some examples in scripture specifically of Jesus before it's a miracle, like before he re- uh, he brought Lazarus back from the dead, he thanked God. Before he even actually makes a request of God, he thanks God. And Jesus feeds the multitude. He thanks God before, you know, feeding everybody. And Pastor Jeff said that, hey, so if you're in need, you know, why don't you begin to thank him? And he said this, and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. He said, look, it's not a formula. It's a principle. And he quoted Philippians 4, 6, right? It says, don't be anxious about anything. Instead, be thankful and make your request known to God. He said, we actually get that backwards. We make our requests known. We wait for them to be answered, and then we're thankful. And he's like, no, well, it's the other way around. But I did think this to myself. Maybe you guys can just weigh in. He said, it's not a formula. It's a principle. I guess what's the difference? I know there's a difference, but could we explain it? Like if, especially when he says Thanksgiving precedes a miracle. Oh, great. Okay. So I just got to be thankful then. Well, it's not a formula. Oh, it's not. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted you guys to weigh in. Like it's when we say something like that, it's not a formula. It's a principle or what would you say? Yeah. I think, I think when I think about formulas, like formulas are stuff in math that when you do it and you do it right, there is a guaranteed outcome. Yeah. Uh, and principles are more about this is how God functions, and but it's not a way to guarantee what you want, that you get what you want. Because <clears throat> um, I think sometimes we think, oh, if I find the proper way of doing this, I can guarantee that God answers my request in the way that I want it re- answered. Um, and I think that's formulaic, And but I think there's certain principles that Scripture lays down that are this is how things function, but that doesn't always guarantee the outcome. For instance, raise up your child in the way they should go. And when they're older, they won't depart. There's a principle there that if you teach your kids to love God and you teach your kids, you know, about how to live for him, then as they get older, they'll grow in those things. But that's not a guaranteed turnout. You can raise your kids in the Lord to the best of your ability. And that doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. like um, lock them into serving God for themselves. They still have to make that. But there's a good principle there that if you do these things, you're increasing the chances of of right. them, you know, making a decision for themselves. So I think when it comes to like Thanksgiving and all that, it's the idea of you give thanks, you give thanks because of what God can do, what God tends to do, but that doesn't um, manipulate God into doing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. a good verse that you bring up as as an example. Um. Yeah, I think the difference, this is just my personal uh, kind of like perspective on it. I think the difference between a formula and a principle is that a formula focuses on the product while the principle focuses on the person, right? The Mm -hmm. person of who God is, this character, and then a formula is all about the product. I just want the whatever the end result is. Uh, That's what I'm gunning for. And oftentimes people will pursue the product and skip over the person. And that's where we find ourselves, I think, sometimes in Christianity getting in trouble um you know in the way that we quote unquote pray about things you know sometimes it's more about like oh god can i get this product here as opposed to pursuing the, the personhood personhood of who he is and his character uh getting to know him in, in, in an intimate way um at least that's how my brain kind of breaks it down i mean i you know i don't know it could be wrong so yeah i really like that distinction and that helps me even because i think pastor jeff was saying the same thing in different words because, again, he says Thanksgiving requires us to change our focus. 
And it's not on what we don't have. Oh, I need a miracle, so God come through for me. It's on who we do have. That's what he said in the sermon. So I feel like you're saying that same exact thing in different words, but that helps me. A formula is focusing on the product, but a principle is focusing on the person, which is what Thanksgiving should be doing. It orients our heart away from the product that we don't have or we think we deserve or need right now or something. Mm -hmm. And focuses on God. Yeah, it's either faith in if I do these things, it'll happen, or faith in God that he has what's best for us. You know, like it's that same idea. Like our our goal is to grow closer to God. So, you know, I, 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 um, principles, yeah, principles are a hard word too because I think of principles as, um, a little bit still do this and do that, but I, I but I, I'm trying to agree with you. That's no, what I'm trying no, to no, do. Yeah, I'm yeah, rambling, I'm but I'm trying no, to agree no, no, with no, you no. a little bit that, that I, I do think it is, it's a shift from just about what we can get. Yeah. It's not just the hand of God that we're looking for. It's God himself. That's, wow, what, that's what I'm trying to say. I was just about to say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. That's where I'm trying to get. Yeah. Like seeking, seeking God himself rather than seeking his hand. So. Right. Yeah. And What's yeah, again, if you that? think of, you know, God is our father and you think of a relationship with a parent, mm-hmm. um, I don't, you don't go to your parents and thank them because you want what you want, a new car, a, well, I don't a know. switch My game. kids do that sometimes. <laughs> or, or, well, like, Actually, they don't. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, my but, but, <laughs> but I was going to say, younger, I was gonna say you, you yes. do. You do. Sorry. What I was going to say is you do. You thank them. And, with the but but I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, you don't have a relationship with your parents because you just got to get all this right. stuff from them. So like, right. and if you're never thankful to your parents, are they going to never get you anything? Are they going to never feed you? No, they'll feed you, but they probably will be like, I don't oh, know about this guy. because I'm required to. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> this guy. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't know if I want to get I'm required to feed you, he but if I had a choice. You know? It's it's like, you know, as a parent, you can kind of tell when your kids are coming to you because they want something. Oh, yeah. Like they, oh, they, yeah. They, they approach it a certain way <laughs> mm-hmm. or they're like, Hi, Daddy. Or, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? They try, yeah, yeah. Or like, of that. or like, she flutters <laughs> his eyes. At, you, you know, you know, oh, like, yeah, she did it yesterday. And we know, <laughs> and our hearts know that. Like, we know <laughs> that you're coming to me just because you want something. Yeah. And if we in our humanness can do that, how much more does God so, know we're only going to Him when we want something? Yes. Yeah. So just yesterday, Naomi, they, you know, we get them lunch, you know, they have pizza, whatever, okay, because they love, that's, I don't know, kids sometimes, pizza, chicken fingers, mac and cheese. It's like mm, a rotation, delicious. right? Mm. So I was like, all right, well, you know what? I would like, it's Sunday, you know, I would like something a little different. You know, I'm going to do Chipotle. Let me get some Chipotle, get myself some chips and guac. She's already had pizza, okay? She's already had it. And then she comes over, she's like, hi, daddy. I'm like, hey, baby, you doing all right? <laughs> yeah, daddy. I really like your 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 buttons. Okay, buttons, buttons. really? <laughs> buttons? Come on now. Come on now. Now like, you're, and uh, you're pushing them uh, right uh, now, uh, kid. Like, <laughs> she's like I really like your buttons. And so, but you know what? That's the that's her feeler. She's throwing out her feeler. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. You know what? Buttering you up. Buttering yeah. you up. Thank wow. you so much. You have I appreciate nice it. Buttons, thank, thank you. Thank oh, you, you so have much. a nice good choice and then, of food. Now, mind you, she knows Chipotle knows Chipotle knows what the bag looks like. No, she sees me knows clearly the smell. right. No, clearly seeing me eating my chips and guac, and she's like, "What? What are you eating, Dad?" <laughs> I mean, chips. That's, and guac. that's the question. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I mean, so seeing her I'm eating. So I'm eating funny. chips and guac, and then she goes, "Wow, that looks really tasty. I wish I had chips and guac." 
this is, you know what I mean? Like, this is, you know. How's it feel to walk, kid? <laughs> I'm like, yo, come on now. And and Phyllis is in the, in the hallway. She sees, she looks over, she's like, gives <laughs> a look face, like, exactly. you better give her what she wants. Like, I'm like, here. So I'm like, here, fine. Yeah, yeah how can you deny that? Like, all that easy. love? It's easy sometimes. Sometimes it's easy to deny it, all right? But sometimes I did not. definitely give in she's a her have some chips and go out. But see, that's what I was, it's it's so easy to spot in her. She's young and everything. Yeah. But it's like literally, isn't there like a quote or something? It's like adults are just grown up kids or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we, we are the same way. Mm-hmm. We oh, we sure. we try to mask it a, a bunch, but it's like, dude, we do. She, it's just so clear yeah, yeah. that she does what I do. <laughs> I do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Right. And and you want to get even more real? Isn't that what we do in our marriages? Like sometimes we're like. Hey, honey, I did the dish. You know, I loaded up the dishwasher <laughs> for you. Okay. <laughs> and like, you did it once out of well, 500 times that I've done it. You know, like, what are you, what are you, you know, like, yeah. we we do. We do do that. We true. do that. That's true. That's I true. sent you flowers today. Why? <laughs> well, I bought this thing. <laughs> Without asking. <laughs> You know, that's what we do. But it's for, you. it's for you. It's for you. It's yeah. for you, babe. It's for you. Why does it have your name on it? Because, because. You know, I just had to put a name yeah, on it. Yeah, I had to put a name, <laughs> random name. Yeah, so Thanksgiving uh, yeah, requires us to change our focus, you know, on who we do have, which is great. And a great reminder for us in 2020, if you're listening, if you're around, you know, uh, <laughs> you still have God and you still have Jesus to hang on to as um, difficult as this year may be. Uh, for the for us and so anyway thanksgiving when he talked about praise and kind of made a distinction and he actually said too he was like i don't he goes i think they really can be the same thing or together but he's like if i'm going to make a distinction and this is what he was doing from looking at the psalms anyway if there is a distinction how would we define it thanksgiving being what god does you know so i guess you're like you're thankful for what god does for you or in us or whatever and praise for who god is um, and I actually personally do, I do like this distinction in the sense of, I remember in one of my college classes, my professor saying that, that he's like, you know, so much of the time we come to God and we're so thankful and we worship God because of what he's done for us. God, you saved me. God, you've blessed me. But he's like, we need to come to the place where we worship God because of who he is, just because he's worthy. Not because he saved us, but just because of who he is. And I remember that really made me like, what? Like, I really did think about that. And uh, anyway, so it stuck with me. So I feel like Pastor Jeff kind of saying the same thing here. Um, and he said it like this, you know, despite what your circumstances may be, what whatever your circumstances may say, it doesn't change the fact that God is still good. And that's definitely true. Um, and so he said this, though, from reading the psalm, he was kind of saying how Thanksgiving gets you in the gates but the courts bring you right further and higher in God's presence. But Pastor Wall, you brought this up, you know, um, and actually, how about you just ask it? Cause you know, it was your question. That was well, yeah, question. it was just, I think it was just <clears throat> me trying to think about people who, um, going back to his idea, Pastor Jeff saying, you know, this is not a formula. Uh, so I was thinking from the perspective of somebody who would see it as a formula, they would say, well, sure, maybe it's not a formula, but it is a formula in the sense that, you know, praising God for who he is should precede praising God for what he does there. I've definitely bumped into people who have let me know that because I think one time 
I was like praying from the from the front <laughs> over the church. And I was like saying those things, like praying, thanking God for the things that he does. And somebody, let, you know, pulled me off to the side. Like, just want to let you know when you do that, you should definitely thank God for who he is first before you thank him for what he does, because you don't want God to get the wrong idea. Now, mind you, in my brain, I'm thinking to myself, OK, well. I don't think God will get the wrong idea because he sees my heart one. Uh, and then, and, and there, and they kind of came at it from, and I, I, what I, I had to pause. Cause I think I was already sensitive that they were like critiquing my prayer, but then I had to pause and try to listen to what they were saying. And they brought up, uh, I understood their point. They brought up the Lord's prayer. You know, the Lord's prayer opens with praise. Jesus says, when you pray, pray like this. This is, you know, so if we're talking, quote unquote, formula, you know, Jesus says, when you pray, pray like this. This sounds that sounds like, hey, here's a formula. But that is not what Jesus is, in fact, saying. Right. He's communicating a lot of different things, but he's not giving a specific formula. But that was kind of how they bolstered their opinion of or critique of my prayer. And so. In that moment, I was younger. I thought to myself, "Okay, well, maybe I maybe I should open with praise. I mean, would it hurt to open with praise of who he is over the things that he's done? No. Um, So I guess. All right. Maybe I can entertain that and maybe make some of those adjustments. But I have since then slipped back into my old habits of this is kind of just how I pray. And it's not like me trying to. Um, you know, you know, exact some type of spell or formula on God. It's just what it is. <clears throat> but I, I sometimes revisit that, like, am I doing it wrong? Or like, am I going about this the wrong way? So I don't know. So that was the question that popped into my brain. You know, what would you say to somebody who says that, you know, praise should precede Thanksgiving? And maybe, like I said, she, that person definitely also used the scripture verse. You know what I mean? So like now mm-hmm. you're, at least for me in that moment, I'm feeling Oh, well, okay. well, I guess you're right, because you also use the Bible, you know, and it wasn't just like, hey, Paul said you're using something that Jesus himself said. Jesus himself taught. So, like, I guess I have to full full submission, full stop there. So. So two things come to mind. Mm -hmm. I guess the first thing that comes to mind is can't we give thanks to God for who he is? Does it always have to be like you praise in this section, Thanksgiving, that section? Like, can't we be like, God, thank you that you're good. Right. God, thank you that you're loving. Thank you that you're kind. Thank you that you're not like me. Thank you that you're, you know, so I, I, I don't think they're not mutually exclusive. exclusive. Right, right. right. I don't think it is like, that's a good way to, that may be a good thing for a distinction for us to make. Yeah. You don't have to be in, um, okay, I'm in Thanksgiving mode now. Now I have to switch modes to praise. Like Mm -hmm. I I think they can be synonymous. Yeah. It's a good distinction for what Pastor Jeff was talking about yesterday and even what he's seeing in the Psalm. But it may be important to know, and I think he again he said that it, it's not like they're mutually exclusive. That's a good word, maybe. You know where I think they become mutually exclusive, and I think we do this a lot, is when our Thanksgiving is only about what we get, mm. mm-hmm. and I think that is when we tend. That's how we tend to thank. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah, thank you for what you did for me, God. Thank you that you saved me. Thank you that, like, thank you that you got me this new job. You, we don't, I mean, when was the last time we said, you know what, God? Thank you. Thank you that you provided that person a job, even if mm-hmm. it wasn't my job. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sometimes it's really like Thanksgiving can become self-focused. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So um, so I'd, I'd just throw that out there. Like if you're if you're all your Thanksgiving is all about, hey, God, you're so great because of what you do for me. 
um, God is bigger than just us. And so there's a lot more that we can give thanks for than just for us. And we can shift it into thank you, God, for who you are. And yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that's really interesting that they can happen simultaneously. Like you said before, like thank you God for who you are. Like we're thanking God, we're also recognizing His holiness and who He is. I think that's a pretty interesting, I don't know, way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and right. It <laughs> and from what you're saying too, because I'm just thinking if I were listening to this and not sitting here right now, I'd be like, wait, wait. So like I I can't thank God for things <laughs> anymore in my life. Like I, I shouldn't be doing that. I'm wrong. Wait, no, no. no. I thought I'm, I'm making, supposed to think God right. for things. Like, I'm making an observation no, about what so I, I well, about what I do and what, but yeah, that's and a great what people that generally do. I'm not saying that we shouldn't thank God for those things. Right. But like sometimes sometimes we're like, yeah, I'm worshiping God because I'm thanking him for everything he did for me. You right. know what I mean? Like, like it's so tricky because the human heart really tends to want to be the focus. Like we yes. want to be mm-hmm. the focus of everything. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to shift out. It's hard for me. I'll me i don't want to accuse anybody (laughs) and if you're anything like me (laughs) you'll recognize that you know that sometimes like my thanksgiving is really about me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's and that's where maybe this distinction then is important if i'm always thanking god for all the things he does for me okay hey then look that's the gate like to the psalmist point and pastor jeff's point we need to go further into god's presence why don't we start praising god but to your story, Pastor Jamal, of you know that person, you know they're 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 thinking a certain way, but maybe what's important for them to know is like, well, Thanksgiving and praise are not mutually exclusive here, and we can be thanking God, and that is a form of praise. Like, and mm-hmm. again, Pastor Jeff even said that he's like, I think they're really the same thing. But if we're going to distinguish, that may be a yeah. And I think her, wife. I, keep, I think that person's perspective is like so to borrow some of the language that you know we're using is that praise is actually the gate and thanksgiving is the sanctuary. Oh right, okay. And so sure. th- you know, that's and I, and like I said when they're using that the Lord's prayer um as their kind of like bolstering point like I find I I let at that point I was like, "Oh, I guess yeah, I guess you're right." Like yeah, J- Jesus opens up talking about, you know, the hallowed name of God. Like you know, he doesn't open up with, you know, thank, you know, give us this, you know, he's done. It's not about the things that he's done, the daily bread. and things. It's about him being God. Mm. And so that's what where that person was coming from. And so, um, yeah, I think for a period of time, I definitely was like, well, like, OK, I guess I'm doing this wrong. And to, you know, kind of borrow some of your language too, Pastor Todd, if the heart, in fact, is this deceitful thing, we could deceive ourselves into believing that we're praising God for who he is. Mm. when we're actually not we're just thanking him for all the stuff that he does which is probably why this particular person was saying hey you want to start here now uh, what i feel like now as you know some years removed from that conversation it sounds like a little bit of a philosophy issue right like her her philosophy in which you know you come before the lord the lord uh their philosophy in which they come before the lord is very much rooted in in this particular process or this particular procedure um and i can understand that I, you know i can understand that um i think ultimately um i agree with you in regards to the, you know they don't have to be mutually exclusive but as long as both of them are present i think then that's what's important you know yeah and i think even the scripture that pastor jeff used like like uh, back up I don't think you can base a, make a whole theology off of one verse. Because mm. when mm-hmm. you look at the overflow of scripture, in that case, 
Jesus was praying to God and worship or, or praise came first, but hallowed be your name. But then when he's breaking bread and about to pass it out to everybody, it's the thanking for what God was about to do. Was about to do. You know, so those things, I don't think one is elevated in scripture above the other mm-hmm. as long as our hearts are oriented or yeah oriented towards god and even with even with the lazarus passage pastor jeff brings that up um i think um earlier or so maybe in his in his in in his message the lazarus passage where he's you know he says i thank you that you heard me like it's this idea again god i know that you hear me like this Mm -hmm. so it's a it's a an action another action moment on, on god's behalf and Jesus prays that way. So like, and guess what? Lazarus still gets raised. So, you know, yeah. like it's, you know, the, you know, the miracle is there. Um, so, yeah. I think that ultimately the, not the goal, but for both praise and Thanksgiving, we're shifting our focus from ourselves to the Lord. And so, I don't know, we're not focusing on like our petitions, what we need and what we want. I mean, of course our Thanksgiving or like pastor Todd was saying can become about us, but Sorry, ultimately, I have ruined everybody's no, no, Thanksgiving. No, no. <laughs> Your Thanksgiving should not no, be about What are you talking about me? Well, don't miss it. It's all about you. Poor <laughs> <laughs> back to pastor. But Jen. no, but ultimately the, the, the focus of, of, of Thanksgiving and praise is to shift our focus from ourselves to the Lord. And so that's, that's where we start out, you know, yeah. and, and actually Thanksgiving can be a great tool for shifting the focus yeah. because if you're acknowledging that what we have and what we are comes from God, mm-hmm. then it's an acknowledgement of I am nothing apart from God. And I would even argue, sorry, Pastor Matt, that <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> is the holiday in which people actually reflect on the character of God more than they do in Christmas. Sorry, my that's right. God with us. That's a sermon series last year. I understand year. that. But <laughs> but oftentimes what happens well. is people are so focused on what they're going to get for Christmas Ooh, or list. what they have to buy for or others. Or what they have to buy for others on Christmas. It almost seems that when it's Thanksgiving, people actually pause to say, hey, you know what? Thank you, God, for dot, mm-hmm. dot, dot. Mm. Christmas is like, ah, oh, where's my stuff? You know, like so like I always find yeah, that, that a lot of pause. I, I always find that in Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I always find that ironic. I'm like, it's all. It almost seems as though Thanksgiving is the time where people actually <laughs> recognize God for who He is, as opposed to Christmas, where they kind of don't. Well, <laughs> they kind of don't. Well, <laughs> but, I, I will but, say but, that but, you are but, describing. Uh, you know, me probably. But I'm just saying, I feel like that is what happens. And I feel like that's just that's you happens, know, American yeah. culture or whatever you want to yeah. call it. That is what happens. Oh, yeah, consumerism, so, man. Yeah, yeah, consumerism so takes over, man. So, so you want to really, really mess people up? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. So, so along those lines, then, are we more conscious of God during a man-made holiday as opposed to <laughs> during sure, a holiday? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> than what we are during Christmas when it's supposed to be about Jesus. And the question's going to come in next week. <laughs> but listen, hey, listen. But I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just People saying. Are, man, they're going to message Christmas these questions in for real next no? week. I mean, Christmas is kind of man-made. Like the... We talked about this, Pastor Jamal, so I just saying. I, I was like thinking through. Just like, saying. No, I, no, I know. Yes. Yes. But, yes, but Jesus. Bible doesn't say so. Well, we'll do a, we'll do another. But the Bible does say be thankful. <laughs> we'll do, we'll, we'll do, hey, so right. we'll do a Christmas quiz in a couple weeks. Well, so I'll, give, I'll give you guys, and then we'll correct our theology there. I'll do the story. We'll do the development of the holiday. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. 
<laughs> oh gosh. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I, I totally gonna... ruined everybody's holidays. Nah, nah, it's nah. my fault. <laughs> I, yeah, I was. I wasn't coming at you, pa- uh, Pastor Matt. I was nah, just nah, being funny. No, I was just trying no, to be you, funny. No, because you were being funny, but I'm like, ah, oh, dude. Kind of hurts. It's kind of what's going. It's kind of what goes through my mind. So, like, be quiet and give me a present. <laughs> be quiet. So, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, no, so, but so I was gonna say this when it came to to the Lord's Prayer. Everything we're saying obviously is on point. And what you said, Tara, earlier about praying and being thankful, changing your focus to God and not ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about thankfulness and all that stuff. But even when it comes to the Lord's Prayer, that's right every Bible student's word context, but that's exactly what Jesus is teaching in that context. He's criticizing the Pharisees. This is what they do. This is how they pray. They pray for everyone to notice. They use these meaningless repetitions. He goes, don't th- go be alone when you talk to God because it's about you and God. Don't use meaningless repetitions. That doesn't get you anywhere. Pray like this. And so in one sense, he is giving us a formula, but from the language that we're using today, mm-hmm. A formula is about the product. So no, he's not giving us a formula to get us something. He's giving, he's showing us a principle, principle. or a, or a posture to have when you approach Correct. God. Mm-hmm. And so I feel, I feel like then in that sense you are right when you say, hey, if Thanksgiving and praise are present in your prayer, that's what's important because mm-hmm. that's what he's coming at. Um, you know, there the focus is God. You know. Yeah. Amen. So I think that's all some great discussion, guys. Um, Great stuff. Thanksgiving and praise. So that's all I really have as far as some discussion. So So what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? What's everybody doing? Um, We will be traveling in state to some people's house uh, to uh, To hang out. Huh? To who? Uh, I don't know. Are, wait, are you? Is this an invitation, Tara? Uh, <laughs> no, why not? <laughs> I wish, I wish. Yeah, no, but no, I just want to know. You said to people's houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. just to like one to one to one to one location. Um, uh, just gonna be hanging out with some people for uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Looking forward to that time uh, with the family. Uh, the men, the Thanksgiving menu is already lock, stocked, and ready to rock and roll. Uh, I think today my wife is gonna be picking up the bulk of it. Um, mm-hmm. To, to start the process and so um that's our that's our plans and you're gonna eat at, at your friend's house we're gonna eat both at home and at our i like it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we get to eat voice so i'm excited about it nice uh we are having my grandparents over at my house and uh we were supposed to have it at my and uncle's house they may or may not have covid have not been in contact with them just to let everyone know um and we're gonna have to wear masks mm. it's a little it's a little mm-hmm. tense subject and i'm all about like i love my grandparents mm-hmm. so i will do whatever i have to do to that's have right. them be with me you know yeah man so we might have a window open here and there just a little air air in the airflow so but to see grammy we'll be, and grandpa yeah Come we'll on. be together but i wasn't last year i didn't see my grandparents for a whole year you gotta, guys yeah man like, you gotta make that happen i'm pretty man. excited Come on. so yeah. and the thanksgiving day parade eat all the food mm-hmm. we are not having a turkey though because <laughs> the thing is 
so we have too many vegetarians, right? Wait, I, I personally don't like turkey. Is there a vegan turkey though? Um, there's like tofurkey. Tofurkey is disgusting. Oh, tofurkey. <laughs> oh, that is a word. Don't yes. ever get it's that. Tofurkey. This is okay. So I'm just gonna be honest with you. I need to be careful with that word. I don't understand. I'm trying to be careful. I'm like, I don't want to say this word wrong. I I don't understand like if you don't like wait with the tofurkey thing if you don't if you don't eat meat which I'm totally okay yeah. with why do you want vegetables or a substitute yeah substitute yeah. shaped like meat <laughs> I don't know. And they're all about that, like, Beyond Meat, the Beyond Burger yeah. mm-hmm. stuff. Ste- like. Steph has a friend, one of her teacher friends at school, who it's Filoni all the time. <laughs> Fake Filoni. Because yeah. oh. it's, it's, I think oh, it's, I've like, too that. full or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And she eats it all the time. All the time. But it's shaped, and they call it, like, Filoni yeah. or whatever. Like and it's like, why why not just why not just call it, like, something else? You know, like, yeah. there is. Like, there is a very somebody in that marketing team missed an opportunity to call it baloney baloney because it's fake oh, baloney. Phony, oh. phony baloney phony baloney phony <laughs> baloney like, like i just feel like but that's why they call it, it baloney yeah, 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 yeah. fake fake baloney but, but yeah we'll have every all other food guys and we'll have meatballs which is kind of random but yeah, let's go and lasagna you know yeah, i'm all about it i mean yeah no and it's good even if like yeah i i personally would not be into wearing a mask for thanksgiving but it's great if you if that means you can get together then that's great because exactly i was talking to some people yesterday and people are like gonna be alone for thanksgiving or they you know they can't be with other people so it's like hey if if that means getting together then that's great you know i mean yeah yeah, it's a little annoying but yeah for your grandparents or whoever else it's it's great and in the grand scheme of thing you wear it for a couple hours exactly you see you connect with people you walk away and you're like, that was a nice time together. Exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. What about you, Pastor Matt? Yeah. Uh, we're going to be with Rebecca's family, but we're going to swing by my family. My parents normally have ho- have been hosting the last couple years, but my cousin's going to host now. She just got a house. And it was a little dicey, like, who was showing up because, well, COVID and everything. But they were texting yesterday, and it sounds like everyone's mostly going to be there. So, and my cousin moved back up from Florida. I haven't seen him yet. So uh, I was like, all right, we'll swing by, but then we'll be with Rebecca's family. Um, which, yeah, my family always eats a ton of food. I was telling you guys this. So, what I did, what I'm doing, because <laughs> we usually wait a little later to eat at Rebecca's parents. So, uh, I'm bringing like cold cuts and making an any pasta salad like while I'm there because I'm like, well, appetizers. We need to eat some food before, before the main food. But, Pre-game. Yeah, but I'm excited. I love, yeah, very. <laughs> Very excited to see everybody. So I actually won't be that far from you, because I'm going to my parents' house. Wow. Oh, okay. You so, guys should meet up. So he'll <laughs> bring, bring together. Bring you know Matt what? some food. We'll, <laughs> we'll meet up. up plate. Where are you? <laughs> bring <laughs> me up. <laughs> we'll meet up Sunday. No, so so Matt's parents. Actually, I don't know if people realize that, but Matt's parents. You live. Probably about a half hour, forty-five minutes or so from where my parents are. I, I guess it depends on where exactly what we are. What town are you in? So my parents are plate. in. <laughs> the town is Bunvale. Oh yeah, yeah. Bunvale. No, so I think that's yeah, Great about place. thirty to forty-five so, minutes. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we'll but it's probably pass. It, we'll race each other on the road on the way up yeah. or something. Yeah. You take two oh six. Uh, no, I take one ninety-five. Oh. One ninety-five, two ninety-five. I don't know if it's the shortest way. Hmm. Like I have taken like through East Brunswick and all that stuff. I don't feel like there's like any direct way. 
Yeah, okay. So, but you're also going a little bit more wow. north, so that I might be better. Like, I run up 31 through Flemington and Quinn. Well, no, so, like, now I'm more inland than I was. So I was right off the parkway. So parkway, 287, 206 yeah. to our hometown. But now it's, like, kind of right. It's, like, yeah, yeah there's, there's not, not a place. very there's no clear place. place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think now what I would do, I think I'd just take nine up and hit the parkway and then take the same way. So it's just. I've done that a couple times. I don't know. The nice thing is if we go up 195, nobody cares. <laughs> listening, but the nice thing is if we go up 195, there's more places to stop in case you need to stop, get gas, you know. Oh, true, whatever. yeah. I mean, we don't stop that often, but So, whatever. look, you know, if you're listening, now you know some great ways to go to North Jersey. Facts for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Or you got Squanto, William Bradford, 1620, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Roosevelt, you got all these Tofurky, Thanksgiving facts now. Tofurkey, come on, we got so much to talk about. You don't have to talk about masks at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Talk, we politics. gave you so much stuff. <laughs> talk about everything else. Or talk politics, about everything yeah. else. Yeah. The Lord, your 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 thanks and all of that. Yeah. Right. You know. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. So. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been Pastor Matt, Pastor Jamal, Pastor Todd, and Tara. All right. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>